0: Hello, and welcome to the Eccles Business Buzz podcast. I'm your host, Francis Johnson, and I'm so glad to have you back as we continue to explore the topic of impact, both the people and experiences that have impacted us and the ways we are impacting others. Today, I'm so grateful to be joined by mother-daughter duo, Brenda and Morgan Williams. Morgan is a student in the Master of Business Creation program here at the David Eccles School of Business, And Brenda and Morgan also worked together to establish the Cameron Russell Williams Legacy Scholarship at the Eccles School in honor of their son and twin brother, who passed away from a brain tumor in June 2021 at the age of 33. Cameron made a massive impact in his short lifetime, emerging as a star and innovator at Goldman Sachs and Utah tech firm Domo and starting his own transportation logistics company, Everwoke. A civic leader and advocate for underrepresented communities, Cameron also served as chair of the Utah Black Chamber of Commerce and as an advisory board member of the Young Professionals of Salt Lake City and Utah chapters of the National Association of Black Accountants and National Society of Black Engineers. He also played a significant role in Utah's Silicon Slopes tech organization. The endowed scholarship created in his name is gifted annually to an underrepresented student at the Lassonde Entrepreneur Institute with an interest in technology and business, helping Cameron's impact live on. Brenda, Morgan, thank you so much for joining me here today. Thank you,
1: Francis. It's such a pleasure.
0: I actually wanted to start by talking about the first time that I met you, Morgan. We were at Convocation, and you were wearing this amazing purple suit (laughs) and i remember asking you about it just you looked stunning and you opened up the jacket and showed me the lining which was photos of you and cameron together i was so struck by that just how much you wanted to have him close. What a great tribute to your close relationship and his impact on you. And also just like a really good looking suit. <laughs> Shout
1: out Kenneth Boggs.
0: <laughs> yeah. Bespoke suit. Yes. looking Looking good and paying tribute to Cameron. For those of us who weren't lucky enough to know him, I'd love for you to tell us a little bit about him, his best qualities, your favorite memories of him.
1: Yeah. So I always like to answer this both from a sister's point of view and then from what I've learned about him. So from a sister's point of view, we were brother and sister. We got on each other's nerves. We fought, but we loved each other all at the same time. Cameron was my little brother. I'm actually one minute, exactly one minute older than he. He was the adventurer of the twins. He was the one who took life by charge. He never followed the rules, and I made the rules, so that was always problematic. (laughs) He really just thought differently about how the world could be. Cameron was also such a connector. He was the kid who would go up to people and say, "'Hi, I'm Cameron. What's your name? Let's be friends.'" which was just so different for me. But as we grew older, his view of life, this idea of there's a different way to do things actually really inspired his legacy. Cameron was a genius at figuring out how do we do things differently? How do we think differently about common problems? And that really led to his tech career and beyond. Coming to Utah, I don't think we as a family fully understood how deep Cameron's impact went. But it became very clear after he passed, and we came for memorial services, and there were billboards, plural of Cameron honoring his life and legacy. And we as a family would come back and forth. And now I live here, I'm learning every day the things Cameron said or did that changed people's life trajectory, the way their mindset, the way that they thought about themselves and even the connections he helped make for people to help accelerate them. He was a thinker, he was an innovator, a connector. And overall, even though He was my little brother, a really great guy.
0: I love what you say, Morgan, how you describe him, that he could just see the world differently from what it was. He could see opportunities where those opportunities didn't yet exist. And I think that that is really the first step of impact, right? Brenda, from your perspective as a mom... Where do you think this drive to really make a difference came for Cameron? What motivated him to live his life in this way?
2: That's a hard question because
0: I think it's part of his DNA. Our
2: whole family is that way. And as Morgan will credit her brother with going out and doing things very different, she's very much the same way. She just does it in a different way. You know, when I think of Cam, he he came into this world very loud and noisy from the start. He made sure that everybody knew that he was here the day that he was born. And that never stopped. And it's interesting because as a parent, you know, I, as a mom, I sit back and I think about them inside of me. And there was always this feisty one kicking and moving and just ne- never seemed to be satisfied. And then there was one that was a little bit more chill and. It seemed, you know, more thoughtful in in movement. and, And as they came out, that turned out to be the case as they grew up and became adults as well. Cameron's desire for impact is something that is part of the value system of this family. We have a saying in our family, never stop thinking, always look for new ways to do things. No is just a statement. It's not necessarily the answer. And so there may be another way to look at things and and another way to do things. And from the time they were little children, that is what they were taught. And so for, for us as parents to actually see that manifest in their life is just a wonderful thing to see. You know, we've come as we grieve the loss of Cameron, one thing we've all come to understand is that it's not how long you live, it's what you do while you're here. And that's a message that we as a family not only have in our own hearts, but that we try to inspire other people to understand as well. It's all about making contributions while you're here. They were also taught that there's no decision that they make that only impacts them, you know, as they grew up. So whatever you do, be it something good or something not so good that has to be changed, you're not the only person that's going to be impacted. And so from the very beginning, it was our hope that we give them a view beyond themselves and understand that their role in life was to be able to make a contribution that would make this world a better place.
0: Brenda, I love what you say that your choices don't just impact you, they impact other people for good or for ill. And I think this is a really beautiful thing about impact that it really is a community experience. We think of going out and making a sort of discrete impact on one person or on one area, but actually everything we do, good or bad, really ripples out farther than we anticipate. And sometimes to your point, Morgan, farther than we even know I love that story you shared about the billboards, Morgan. I'm wondering if either of you have any other stories that really illustrate this impact that Cameron made.
2: When Cameron passed, you know, a lot of times people will send you condolences and, you know, we're really sorry. We got stories. I mean, it was very different for us. It was almost like testimonials. And I realized that this was a human being that actually touched people very deeply. So it wasn't just his intellectual pursuits in terms of the tech space and and inventing new things because Cameron was multi-patented, but really it was his ability to use his own humanity to touch people in very deep places. There was no such thing as a superficial conversation. Conversations were always very deep. He was a very incisive person. He was a guy's guy and a guy that the women really liked because he knew how to charm and he knew how to talk to people, but talk to people on a very human level. I also remember a story where a young man said he and his wife were going out on their anniversary dinner and he invited Cam and his girlfriend to join. And unfortunately, because of a business meeting, Cameron could not go. So at the end of the dinner, time to pay the bill, the guy said, you're not going to believe this. Our bill was paid. Cameron came in and just, you know, called the restaurant and paid for the entire bill and, and wished us a happy anniversary. And his question was, who does that? You know, who does that? And that's the kind of thing we hear a lot about, those, those very
0: special human touches. I think people who can think beyond what exists to what is possible are really incredible and their impact is so huge. And I think the fact that Cameron could do that is really not just a tribute to him, but to your family and your family ethos. And I know that carrying on his impact is really important to you because you believe in what he believed in and what he stood for. I'd love to hear as you thought about his legacy and what the best way was to continue his impact, why did you settle on a scholarship to do that?
2: Well, the scholarship was one of many things that we actually settled on. He laid some seeds and we look at ourselves as being in the position to cultivate and harvest those seeds. That is what we are doing. Sometimes there are people who happen in this world who are bigger than life. Their dreams are bigger than them. In the case of Cameron, we realized that there was so much good he was looking to do that we are now charged. He has passed the baton onto us and asked us to move forward. And so what we as a family have chosen to do is to turn that pain into purpose, to turn loss into gain, and to make sure that we do it in the spirit in which we knew Cameron would do it, which means let's not just do the, the sort of mundane kinds of things. So why the scholarship? Because we believe that economic empowerment, especially for underrepresented communities is everything. Utah is where Cameron believed was what he called the modern day gold mine. So why not add fuel to that and be able to help people accelerate their thinking, their ideas by establishing the scholarship fund in Utah.
0: I love this approach because it's not just celebrating impact that's already been made. Right. But it is empowering people to go out and make their impact. Yes. To give them the space, the resources, even the encouragement to believe that they can do that. The theme this season isn't just impact, but it's actually based on an echo school value, which is confidence to impact your world. So we're not just talking about our ability to make an impact, how we do it, but also how do we build up our own confidence, our own belief that we can make a difference and other people investing in these ways and our opportunities and our empowerment, I think is totally key to that. I want to go back to something else you said, Brenda, which was think big and then think bigger than that. And Morgan, I think you have really done this. So you came to Utah, you moved into Cameron's house, and you took over his business. Even though you didn't have any experience in logistics, that wasn't what you had been doing. But to carry on his impact and his legacy, you thought way outside the box and came here to do that. Talk to us about that experience. What impact has taking that over had on you and your life and your ability to make an impact?
1: Yeah, the short answer is this has been an absolute adventure of a lifetime. The long answer is So Cameron building Everwoke. I was an investor in the company, but not a part of the day-to-day of the work and when he passed i got a front row seat in order to really see and and try to understand what he had built and what that thing was was magic genius some might even say but it also it needed a level of of leadership and renewed belief to really try to get it into market and so as a sister to go back a little bit, Cameron and I have had the entrepreneurial spirit since we were were young. Our first business was Cam Moore Productions, and we ran this in sixth grade, and I believe we made four figures, which for... A sixth grader was pretty significant, but we've always known that Cameron was the visionary and I was the operations, the the strategic operations to really move the thing forward. And when I saw Everwoke, I saw the vision, but it needed that strategic operational mind to really move it forward. But I also knew I needed help. The university We were there for a 20th anniversary scholarship luncheon, and I learned about the Messer Business Creation Program, and I knew that this would be right for me. I just had to convince you guys I was right for you all. (laughs) So applied, interviewed, and ended up being able to have that opportunity to really see this thing through. So earlier this year, we actually pivoted from Everwoke to Blended Studios, as I saw the opportunity to really narrow down the scope of what Everwoke could possibly be and do and really transition it to an immediate and long-term need for the trucking industry in particular.
0: So Blended Studios provides affordable recruiting software for the trucking and logistics industry, and you actually got to pitch it during NBA All-Star Weekend at what I think was the first NBA All-Star Pitch competition. And you did pretty well. I saw a picture. I don't think you were wearing the purple suit, but another very nice suit. (laughs) Tell us about that experience. That's a huge stage. The confidence to be there to pitch this new idea. How did it feel to you, Morgan?
1: This has been a a journey and opportunity of a lifetime. And because of that, there's no reason to be shy or or stand on small stages. No, I want the global stage so that everyone is clear this is an idea, this is a vision, we have leadership in place to transform an industry. And as much as I saw that, I was really affirmed when the Utah Black Chamber, in collaboration with the NBA Foundation, selected me as a finalist for their first ever NBA All-Star Pitch Competition. And I'm new to the game, but at the same time, we were all aligned on, wow, this is something that A is a good idea, is a good business move, and could really transform an industry, and other people need to know it. And so being up on that stage during All-Star Weekend opened, honestly, Pandora's box for that message to become clear. And from that experience, the amount of resources financial, to partnership, to mentorship, to media, and just championship all around have just really helped to accelerate the brand and my leadership and my confidence to to go out there for the next thing.
0: I think this is such a great example of a way that we can flip our thinking about confidence and about impact. I think we often go into something thinking, what do I have to lose if I try? And I feel like Cameron's example, his legacy that you're carrying forward is really flipping that on its head and saying, what do I have to lose if I don't try?
1: Yeah. I share all the time. I'm doing this scared. Like I want to be very clear on that point. I'm not out here every day like, "Oh, I'm I'm the greatest I got." No. I'm terrified. This is really scary. Entrepreneurship just as a as a role is scary. I made a decision on my own that I was going to figure this out. That's scary. Everyone said, Morgan, you don't have to do this. Morgan, do you even know how to do this? <laughs> but regardless of all the fears, I decided to move forward anyway. And to me, that, that's a part of the confidence that's needed as an entrepreneur and as a sister carrying on a brother's legacy.
2: One thing I can say as a, as a mom watching this First of all, Morgan is, I will say that she's reluctant about the spotlight. She always has been. Both of them extremely humble, which is why we didn't know all the things that Cameron was doing, but he didn't have any problem being on stage. Morgan was like, you know, she was different. And for me to see her come out the way she is, so intentional, so mission driven. I mean, she is on a mission. That is what I see. And one of the real, to me, important tenets of leadership, because I've I've worked with top executives in many different industries, is that ability to get other people to see why they need to climb the mountain with you. And what I see in my daughter is not the industry, but the leader that she is. And once she got her legs together and really started to understand this business and be able to articulate it in its new light. Because yes, Cameron started the vision, but I want to make it very clear that Morgan has put a new light on this opportunity. She is the kind of person whose team I would want to be on, and I would certainly want her to be on my Mission Impossible team if I were moving forward. I'm just in awe of what she is doing. And I'm not saying that just because I love her and I'm her mom, but I'm a person who has coached many leaders before. And just as her mentor in the program has told me, he said, once I saw that confidence and I understood that nothing was going to stop her, I had to be on her team too. And that's what Morgan is about. And Morgan, I just want you to know I'm really proud of you. I really am.
0: Thank you,
1: mommy. Thank you.
0: I also love this because we talked about this a little bit earlier, but we think about impact sometimes in a limited way. I have to do a big thing to make a difference, or it has to be an innovation, or I have to bring something new to the market. And I think this is also a place where we have Cameron's example to follow, right? He wasn't just making an impact as an entrepreneur, as a strategic thinker, as a business leader, but as an advocate for underrepresented and unempowered communities. Talk to me about how important it is for you to carry forward that part of his legacy as well.
1: As I'm navigating my own journey, the celebration isn't I'm creating technology for the trucking companies. The celebration is more so I am a person who made a decision to walk in my truth and to walk in in a purpose-driven way and own that purpose and go forward no matter what, no matter what was logical, beyond my fear. Beyond all of that, I made a decision to walk in my absolute purpose and see my highest self perform. And Cameron and I, in one of our last conversations, we were actually exploring the idea of what is the real purpose of life? And we came across the idea or concepts of what's called human design. And because we're we're twins, we ended up with the same human design profile, which is known to be a projector. And so human design is kind of like Zodiac, given your, the place, date, time, and location of your birth, it narrows in on kind of what your purpose should be. And to be a projector is someone who owns and understands that just by way of living your life in its truest essence and truest form, you have the ability to impact, move, and influence other people. And I so much saw that with Cameron and how it manifested after he passed. Sometimes it was the conversation. Sometimes it was just, I saw him in a space and I was inspired to do something different. And you're right, Francis, it's not always about creating the next new big thing, but it is about deciding what story you want, writing that story. And if you need a little plot twist here and there, go ahead and do it. And then make sure you share it so others can be inspired by it as well and change possibly their story as well. This is
0: something I especially love about scholarships as a way to honor people we love who are gone, who have made an impact is that that scholarship and the opportunity that it creates then also becomes a vehicle for someone else to write their own story, maybe a story that they wouldn't have had the opportunity to write without that support. Brenda, as you think about the students at the Eccles School who will receive this scholarship in perpetuity, what do you hope that they know about Cameron? And how do you hope that they follow his example and become a part of his legacy?
2: Well, I hope that they understand that the idea around impact is multifaceted to the point that we've been making here, that this scholarship will impact you. You have the ability to impact someone else, your community, and ultimately the world, if that's what you choose to do. So I want them to understand the not the size of the check, but the size of the opportunity and the contribution added, to understand that they have power, that the power really does rest in their own personal story to find out and figure out what their purpose is, which is bigger than any job, which is bigger than any company, which is bigger than all of the things that we typically in business school ask us to measure. These are the measurable things that we want you to really be able to focus on, because at the end of the day, when you are no longer here on this planet, the impact you make is measured by the people that you have touched and the things that they continue to do. And that is how we as a family look at Cameron's very short life. In 33 years, had touched more people than folks that I know who have, you know, gone on to live 100 years. But he was focused and he was intentional and very clear. And importantly, there was a kindness about him and a generosity. And I don't want to leave those pieces out because a lot of people will call him genius. And he was. And so is his sister, by the way. They both are. But genius is one level of measurement. The compassion that you have for others and the empathy that you have is the stuff that's very difficult to quantify and
0: the thing that makes it possible for you to live on when you're no longer here on this planet. The most important kind of impact that we can have, truly. Yes, I believe so. Well, Morgan and Brenda, I usually ask people at the end of the episode, the person who's made the biggest impact on them. And I think we've already answered this question that Cameron's impact on you, on all of us, on our community, on our school is so outsized, so big and continuing. But I will open it up if there is another person who has impacted you in your journey through grief and carrying on his legacy someone early on who has made a big impact and helped propel you to where you both are now?
1: I actually have two people. The first is Philip Williams. The second (laughs) is Brenda Williams. And and it, it might come through as obvious, but these are our parents. And the story of Impact that we're telling today about my brother, even to some extent about me, is really rooted and is a manifestation of Brenda and Philip Williams. These are two people who have seen challenges in life and I, I have to respect that as a daughter. I think as, as I come into my, my mid thirties now, I really can see and understand there's levels to life. And I look at my parents and although I lost a twin brother, they lost a child. And I watched them and through them, I learned how to grieve. And what I saw was, ooh, sorry, didn't mean that. Ooh, didn't mean to cry. Um, But I've watched them and learned how to grieve. And a part of that journey has been you celebrate life. You wake up the next day and you live you have to make the decision to live your life to the fullest. And you have to see the beauty with the pain. And everything, whether it's hard or easy, is a real opportunity to grow. And legacy is more than just a, a tangible thing. It's not just about a house or money or a car that that is passed on, but it is a value. It is a value system that is passed on. And I think that to learn how to do the hardest thing in the world from two people I so much admire and respect, that is a big part of why I'm able to do what I'm able to do, and a huge part of who Cameron was. That is all we've known, the example that we were raised with. And for that, mom, dad, thank you.
2: I can't even talk now. So (laughs) I'm done, Francis.
0: And I think a perfect sort of capstone or final note that impact is not something that happens in a vacuum and it's not something that we do on our own. People and experiences are always impacting us. We need other people around us who believe in us, who cheer us on, who see our vision to help us make the impact that we want to make. It really is a community experience and a community effort, and how lucky we all are to have the chance to find people to share our vision and to bring it forward. Brenda and Morgan, I really just cannot thank you enough for joining me here today. I appreciate so much you sharing your story and sharing Cameron with all of us today. Thank you.
1: Thank you.
2: Well, you gave me the honor of talking about my two favorite people, (laughs) so
1: it wasn't hard.
0: (laughs) Thank you very much,
2: Francis.
0: And thank you for tuning in to this episode of the Eccles Business Buzz Podcast. We'll be back in two weeks with another discussion about how our Eccles community is making an impact here on campus and around the world. Make sure to subscribe to Eccles Business Buzz wherever you listen to podcasts so you don't miss it. You can also follow us on Instagram at Eccles Alumni for all the latest news from your Eccles Alumni Network. Eccles Business Buzz is a production of the David Eccles School of Business and is produced by University FM.